Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, Coach Zim has done a great job of building, building this team and kind of, you know, building the pieces that we needed uh, around us to kind of fit and, and mold us in. So, um, you know, on offense, we have tons of talent. Um, I feel like, you know, one of the most explosive, if not the most explosive offense in the league. And on defense, you know, adding Pat P, Dalvin Thomason, um, having Michael Pierce and, you know, obviously Harrison Smith and guys like that. Um, you know, we just have a lot of talent and a lot to build on. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a long season, a long year, but, you know, it, it's a grind and we just try to take it one day at a time. Mm, there it is. Irv Smith Jr. What are you doing there, Judd? One day at a time. Yeah, what are you doing? One day okay. at a time. <laughs> one day. Not two, not two, one. I want to hear someone say, we're just taking it three days at a time. Yeah. yeah, we're just thinking about Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then when we get to Thursday, we're thinking about Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'd like, a, I'd like just for once to, to say, you know what? We open against the Bengals, but we're not talking about that game. We're, we're already looking these, ahead to week yeah, two. We're, yeah. we're assuming that we'll beat them. We're looking so at that Seahawks game. Yeah, yes. You know, we have a really hard time with them. We're, we're pretty sure we're going to beat the Bengals. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. Like, we haven't even <laughs> talked about the Bengals. Like, we're just focused on the Packers, Seahawks. That's it. That's all we do. I love about. it. Yeah. Yeah, we're actually, uh, we're kind of looking ahead to that barrage of NFC North games late yeah. in the year right now. We're just, who, uh, you know, we're just trying we to get ready against? for those. Yeah. The Bengals? I haven't looked at our schedule yet. All right. Well, this is Purple Daily. And uh, our schedule is very simple. We talk Vikings every day, mm-hmm. and uh, we give you daily Vikings entertainment presented by Surly Brewing Company. And we talk to you from the TCL studios. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. Mackie Judd, executive producer, Declan. And every single week, for better or worse, we dive into the Purple Daily YouTube channel comment section, which we do monitor. We, we, uh, we're reading your comments on a regular basis to get a feel for what you guys are thinking and saying. We appreciate the debate, the community. It's been so much fun to just to see um, the discussions and everything that um, that's been building here. So, thank you guys, and let's just start, boys. Here, Vernon Weiss, and he asks, "How do you guys feel about your no more excuses mantra in regards to this season? I think the list of injuries, question marks, COVID, alien abductions, everything. <laughs> this team is on the brink. He says this team is on the brink of a four and thirteen season. So Vernon is." Not optimistic, but ooh, ooh. Um, first of all, there's almost no way they train wreck to four and thirteen. Like I think the worst case scenario is far better than four and thirteen. 
But how do you guys feel about the no excuses mantra that we have said here? Like, guys, go win a Super Bowl. 60 years, there's one unchecked box left for this organization. No more excuses. Yeah. Here's how I feel about that. When I said that, that's just not from me or us. That's from the Wilfs. Like, I think the Wilfs are to, to a the point Wilves. now. The Wilfs, the pack of Wilfs. I think the people that own this team need to be to the point of, okay, we've had enough, right? We've had, you can't, last year was tough and this and Kirk and blah, 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 blah. I'm tired of that. So the team that they have to me, now if they lose eight guys, that's different. But the team that they currently have and are probably going to start the season with to me, there are no excuses. If the offensive line sucks, there's no excuse. Like, like I'm not going down the path of, well, they lost Riley Reef. You don't understand that. No, they drafted Darisaw. If he does not work or can't play and Rashad Hill stinks, that's their guy. The right guard is their guy. The quarterback is their guy. So, so when I say that, I'm not talking from, like, just me with, oh, this is what I expect. I'm talking from what I think the people that own this team. Mike, Mike Zimmer has been the coach of this team since 2014. Rick Spielman has been with this team since 2006-ish, and he's been the GM since, what, 2012? Mm-hmm. So the no excuses thing is, this is your team, and and look, if COVID bites you, that's your fault too. Like, you had players that didn't get, if they can't play, I'm not, I'm not going to say, well, Harrison Smith missed three games, and so how can I? No, that's a self-induced problem by the player or the team itself. So the no excuse thing to me is entirely fair, and I'm keeping it up unless against the Bengals, seven guys have to go out because they legitimately get hurt. I, when I think of no excuses, I think sometimes people think like only from a roster standpoint, like, well, there's a there's a hole at, you know, right guard. And so, the, of course, that's an excuse. And so I, but I, I want to say two things about the no excuses mantra. Mm-hmm. And I want to start from 30,000 feet. Number one. No excuses means let's set high standards for what we want this football team to achieve. You know, let's let's not just be happy with sneaking into the playoffs. Let's not just be happy with putting up a good fight in one or two playoff games and, well, we'll see what happens. Let's not just be happy with the 11th best point-scoring offense in the league, right? But they were fourth in yards. They were 11th in points. Let's, But that's pretty good. It is pretty good. But do you want to win a Super Bowl? So no excuses means it's been 60 years. This is one of the greatest franchises in professional sports history to never have won a championship. And like literally the only box, they've had record-setting offenses. They've had the best defenses you know, five or six different times in the NFL in their history. They've had Hall of Fame players. They've had uh, trips to the Super Bowl, right? Like they've had all of these things. The only box to check is Super Bowl. And so no excuses is more of like, an organizational mm-hmm. mantra. And then to go a little further, okay, as it applies to this year's team, I think it applies to all levels. Let's start with Rick Spielman. No excuses. You've had over a decade. You've been the general manager here. You've been in the front office since like 2007. You've been the draft guru. You know, at some point, let's put it together. You got a, a quarterback in his prime that you signed. Um, you've, you've, you've hoarded draft picks. You had 15 draft picks a couple of years ago. You know, you've had first round picks pretty much every year. Um, so if there's if there's holes on the roster, that's not just a well, I mean, I mean, no, that's a roster that you built. Mike Zimmer, you got all your defensive pieces that you wanted in free agency. No excuses. Coach them up. Make the scheme work. Tweak the scheme. And um and if the pieces are right offensively, if the offensive line, if Ole Udo 
is a is a good, solid, qualified right guard, and Christian Derrissaw comes back after a couple weeks, and the offensive line is better, then it, then the no excuses falls down to Kirk Cousins too. No excuses. It's 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 not just about the roster and the players. It's about the building of the roster. It's about the coaching of like it's it's all of those things. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we're just afraid to put those expectations on the team because it's unlikely they're going to win a Super Bowl, right? Like even the it's unlikely that the Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl. It's unlikely that the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. And and people are like, what do you mean it's unlikely? The Chiefs are like the Chiefs win the Super Bowl like fifteen or twenty percent of the time. And they're the best team in the NFL, right? So it's it's unlikely that any team will win it, and I get that. But you know, I just I just think we shouldn't shy away from demanding and expecting this team to do big things. So that's when I think of no excuses. That's where it's coming from. I kind of look at the same spot too because it's what after the draft and after everything they did, drafting Darisaw, drafting Wyatt Davis, spending capital, uh, your free agent money on defensive players. Yeah, it wasn't just excuses. You're going to go to the Super Bowl or bust. It's well, everything is now in place, and we're going to figure that out about the offensive line. People saying that they'll they, they've neglected the offensive line. No. They've put the resources in, their evaluation or the execution has been poor. That part's the true part. Um, so we're going to figure out pretty quickly here what this is. This is a, a era-defining moment for the Vikings in 2021 with Kirk Cousins, Zimmer, and Spielman. Whether they all like it or not, they're conjoined at the hip. So we're going to figure out pretty damn quick uh, if this team is legit or if it is time to hit a little bit of a reset button uh, and transition before the next era. Dex, can you find that Kyle Brandt clip too that mm-hmm. we I think we played it on Mackie and Judd because I think it applies to this season. It's actually kind of funny because the, the the San Francisco Giants were this way in the early 2010s when they won three World Series. Like every other year, they were really good, but they won World Series, and then like every other year, they were like bad or missed the playoffs or whatever. Um, and so this is Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Football. And the years that the Vikings don't do well, they always have seven or eight wins. So backing up to 2014, they were seven and nine. Then they get in the playoffs. Blair Walsh missed. Then they were eight and eight. Then they get the NFC title game. Then they were eight, seven and one. Then they beat the Saints in the playoffs. Last year they were seven wins. This year they go to the playoffs. It's just math, guys. This is how it happens every year. And I don't know why, but every other year they make the playoffs. And the years they don't, they win seven or eight games. Last year, they won seven. What I'm telling you, the Vikings are definitely making the playoffs. That's happening. Sean, it's just physics. And can I say, but that's true. Like, he's exactly right. Um, But it's damning. Because it's basically saying that this franchise, and this is where I think ownership expectation has to change, players, coaches, and fans. What he's saying is every other year they do pretty well. But never once does he mention like a championship. Like like the the expectation is I just think they're going to make the playoffs. And I guess the, the question on this show for quite some time now, and this is where I think we have a slight discrepancy or falling out with some people, is when's that not going to be good enough? Like, okay, so you go from seven wins to, oh, hooray, you've won 10 games, you're in the playoffs, and then you win uh, maybe a game in the playoffs, maybe you don't, but now you're out. So yes. it, it's a... What Kyle Brand is saying there to me is also a very damning thing because it's like we get used to these patterns of they're going to make the playoffs again. Is that really good enough? I don't think it's damning. I, th- I mean, I think if you're making the playoffs 50% of the time in the NFL, like that's, I think that's acceptable. But then it's what are you doing when you make, is it good enough just to get in? Right. Or are you making an impact? Like, are you, are you, like, we think of, well, how, how many wins do they need to get to the playoffs? I think this is what you're saying, and I agree. 
how many wins do they need to get to the playoffs? What we should be thinking is, how many wins do they need to solidify themselves as one of the best teams in the entire NFL and maybe even get a bye in the first round? Yeah, like, and that's what we should be shooting for. But what's damning is every other year they're just going to make the playoffs. That doesn't win you championships. That that doesn't do at some point in time we have grown into and it's our fault too in this town we've grown into this well they're going to make the playoffs. Okay, they make the playoffs. A lot of towns say, I mean, do, do you think the Patriots are like Patriots made the playoffs? <laughs> the Packers have gone 13 and 3 in back-to-back years yeah. and fallen short. Nobody celebrates fans, division titles like yes, Minnesota sports teams like I mean, us, man. We, we love division titles, you know, baby. There are now what? There are now seven teams in each conference in the NFL that go to the playoffs. Being yeah. a seventh seed is not cause for celebration. It's cause for what's the expectation. But the no excuses thing to me should start with the wills. It should start with the people that own this team. They want to win a title, and they have not accomplished that. And they've not owned this team since 2005. Yeah, um, that's so Vernon. That was a great question. Thank you. We definitely went way longer on that than we probably thought. We'll get to some other comments from YouTube here in a second. But um, the Vikings are partnering with the Minnesota State Lottery on something pretty cool this year. Two different Viking scratch off games. You got the five dollar game that can win you up to a hundred thousand dollars. Comes in a cool holographic design. Um, so even if you don't win, you got a cool holographic design on a Viking scratch game. It's great. Um, and then there's a $2 skull game that can win you up to $15,000 with also great second chance prizes. So get pumped. It's game time. Just say I'm in to Viking scratch games from the Minnesota State Lottery. It must be 18 or older to play. Um, so you can do some scratch offs. You can crack a Surly Judd this weekend. <laughs> oh. you could, it, could be a, it could be a big weekend. Big weekend. And you know what? I want when when – Dex, Phil, everybody else. I want you when you crack that surly. Probably Stone Cold be a style. furious. Probably be a furious, but I'm not quite sure. It might. It might not be. But I want you to do what so many people in the last two weeks have been doing, and I love it. They've been sending me their pictures of surly it furious. Is cool. And I had a guy send me last night. He said, "I will take the nine that you drank last." weekend and i'm gonna top it because i'm going to drink 12 in the next four days wow, and he sent me the, the whole the whole case the whole pack so at jay zolgad on twitter send me as you consume your surly furious tonight or tomorrow perhaps during the uh during the vikings game send me your picture of surly furious or whatever surly beer you're drinking because you do enough settling in life crack open a surly furious enjoy the ipa that revolutionized minnesota craft beer don't settle Get Surly, at Jay Zolgad, Z-U-L-G-A-D on Twitter. Uh, All right, next one here, comment from Vikings or Purple Daily YouTube channel. John Galt says, you guys are Mike Zimmer fanboys, utterly Hmm. clueless. Hmm. I don't think that's true, but which one of us is the biggest Mike Zimmer fanboy? Is it me? uh, Is it Dex? I'm pretty high on Mike Zimmer as a whole. I think just the body of work is very impressive. I think he's, I'm 28. I think he's the best coach of my lifetime. I know I don't really remember Denny Green, but I remember him. I remember the last, the final years of him. Um, and I think Denny is also right up there in terms of polarizing NFL head coaches and was a trailblazer for the league. But I think in terms of what Zimmer has accomplished in six years, I think it's pretty damn impressive. And I know Frazier, Tice, um, before him, uh, kind of a, a, a slower bar to clear. But I think he's been the best coach of my lifetime. Um, so I, it might be me. It's my long-winded saying it might be me. You know, it's funny because, like, Dennis Green and Mike Zimmer are, like, Zimmer is, is like, defensive Denny Green. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, like Denny Green was an offensive guru and just kind of sometimes would just ignore defense. And those defenses were just like, I just just try to hold the team under 30 and you know give us a breather once in a while. Um, and Zimmer's the other way where he kind of ignores offense. Both, I think both guys avoided train wreck seasons. Like Between the two of them, yeah, the only train wreck season was like Denny's last year where he got fired. Well, they won right. like five games. Corey or something. died. I mean, that was a tough one. Yeah. yeah. So they're both like rock solid coaches. I would still say Denny by a hair, uh, but very similar. They both sort of peaked in the NFC Championship game. Both were regularly like making the playoffs. You know, every other year, anyways. So I don't think this is necessarily the show where you find fanboys, but that's just me. No, I think like Phil I, is for the Timberwolves. I'll I'll say that, but like Vikings wise, that's it. Yeah, but I don't think we're like across the board. If you if if you sampled the media content in this town, I think we'd fall far short of the <laughs> fanboy mark. Yeah, well, we're. I mean, we we criticize. I think it's kind of a shock to the system sometimes. Like, wait a second, why, why are you guys so critical? Well, we want it, we want these teams to win championships, and so it's it's it can be a little uncomfortable if you're used to like just getting positive PR spin. Yeah. which you can on other shows in the Twin Cities when it comes to the Vikings. Yeah. Um, as far as as far as far Mike Zimmer goes, he definitely has flaws. He definitely is showing some of those flaws in this preseason with just his lack of patience and, and just, like, he doesn't, he doesn't calm situations. He pours gas on situations, and I think that's one of his flaws. He doesn't pay enough attention to offense. Of but overall, you know, he, he coaches winning teams. Like, he is, he is, what, 15 games above 500 as an NFL head coach. Like he's a good coach. He's one of the top 10 to 12 coaches in the NFL. Yep. And I am a, and I am a fanboy of his meltdowns. I'm going to tell you that right now. (laughs) I love, I, when, when he comes into a raging fire with two cans of gasoline and throws them (laughs) on the fire, I am never going to criticize that because I think it's great. I heard it all week long, right? Oh, and nine on Monday night. You like how this tastes? Yeah. No. no that's, that's super still, awkward. That's still one of the biggest misses You ever. like that? Uh, AJ Barnes is on the Judd Zolgad family payroll. He says, I could listen to Judd talk all day. He's so interesting and very calculated in everything he says. I love him. I love Phil and Declan, too. Overall, just great chemistry and knowledge with these guys. I would love to have a Surly at the bar with these guys. Uh, AJ we would love to have a Surly at the bar with you, too. Thanks, AJ. Um, just make sure that check from Judd cashes for that comment. Say, which, which one of your wives actually is AJ and wrote that comment about us? I, yeah. Oh, my, uh, my, <laughs> wife would, my wife would never write that comment, dude. <laughs> my uh, late mother, yes. My wife, no. Cappy School 77. I see Judd as a Surly half-empty kind of a guy. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's a really true. And, and, and when it's I'm... A t-shirt. And believe me, when I am drinking Surly, guess what? It's half-empty very quickly. Uh, Mark judges. All right. Mark Amberson. In my opinion, Kellen Mond is much farther along than you guys think he is. I watched his body movements closely. Hold on a second. Mark watched his body movements. Football. Number one, Mond gets the ball to his runners quicker. That's a big deal. Number two, I would say he has a quicker release than Dan Marino and is very accurate. Okay. I want to pump the brakes a little there. Uh, and three, I like his brains. He will gladly throw the ball away and live for another day. Now, does that mean he's ready? No, but he's not that far away. Hmm. Um, I think, like, I'll go first here because I think what Judd and I were saying in that preseason game one recap episode last Sunday is that it's not that he's not, like, going to be a good quarterback. 
I'm still buying Kellen Monstock. It's that he missed like a week and a half of practice. Yep. And to me, just watching quarterbacks for 30 years every single week, like just as a fan, it just like he looks kind of rigid and mechanical. And he was definitely first read and done a couple of times that, you know, like other quarterbacks would have hung in there. I'm just saying, like, it's not a knock. It's it's where he is in his development. And he's meant to sit this year. So, like, I think if you're already comparing him to Dan Marino and saying that he's much farther along, I think that's doing him a disservice. Like, let the guy sit. The best thing that can happen is Jake Browning's the backup quarterback, and Mond is an afterthought until next offseason. Like, that's the best thing that can happen for his development. Absolutely, yeah. And look, I can't judge yet. Like, I've seen I've seen him play in, what, two and a half quarters of a preseason game and practices. So I'm just guessing here. I'm guessing. I will say this, though. I I don't know why. I watched almost all of the of the Patriots-Eagles game last night. Mm-hmm. Mac, Mac Jones, way better than I thought as a pro. Now, again, it's defenses that aren't schemed for, for him. Uh, he's got more zip on the ball than I thought, though. I was very impressed. But as far as mine goes, yeah, I'm not, I'm not bashing him. I'm just saying I want him to have the best chance to succeed when that time comes. I don't want to rush him and and certainly make comparisons to Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Enjoy a weed-free summer at the lake, courtesy of Aquaside. One easy application of Aquaside pellets can eliminate weeds and lake muck. Aquaside has been trusted by hundreds of thousands of lake homeowners since 1960. Neglecting aquatic weeds can hamper recreational activities like swimming and boating. Lake weeds can also provide breeding habitats for insects. Make your lakeshore beautiful this summer with Aquaside. Call 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Okay, there's a bunch of people commenting this week on Purple Daily YouTube that they are mad that I made a Judd beer-related prediction in football. Write that down. People are saying it's not football-related. Listen, okay, we say loosely football-related. And and my prediction was about... The host of a football show mm-hmm. drinking the beer that presents that football show yes. as a sponsor. It happens. It, it, yeah. I like the people That's coming valid. at you, though. I'm not going to lie. I do too. I mean, there was I a like, lot of people, like the people think that, it should be ineligible. Well, I mean, if I you guys want to, if you guys want to take it off the board, this. I wonder if we should talk about this next week. No, I'll write that down, Dave. Uh, I I, th- I think it's. Very I thought valid. it was a fun prediction. Yeah, it, it, is a, a fun it was prediction. a fun prediction. It, it was a fun prediction, but did it go against the spirit of the show? Can we can we say this? From, if, if we have to set this ground rule, so football-related predictions or predictions about the people on the football show or yeah. a football show. Well, like if people, you want to make okay. a prediction about Good Morning Football, but people, you can make but, a we, but we've made predictions, yeah, about Judd writing about something and listeners have come on saying Mackie will do this or Judd or Declan will say this. So, yeah, I, I think it's completely valid. Yeah. If you want to make a prediction about one of us, it's fair game on yeah. on Purple Rat That Down. I like the idea now of incorporating – Something where if there's a questionable prediction, once in a while, allowing the listeners to decide. Not for this one. But I'm saying from, like, if there's a questionable <laughs> like, for this one. Okay, borderline this prediction. <laughs> no, but let's let's get that. No, that this, <laughs> this show is a, if. this show is, is inclusive. What I'm saying is it I is. like the fact that we could get our viewers and listeners at times involved in possibly putting the ixnay on a prediction if the yeah, inmates... but i also think it's like it's killing some of the fun too yeah. and we should we should make it open for discussion among not, the listeners i yeah, agree i'm not saying this one i'm i'm just saying i i like the fact that they cared enough to weigh in because there's lots of shows that would say get lost this is our show sure. our show's 
all about the inclusiveness. That's so true. I, so I love the passion. All I'm saying is if the inmates ran the assignment and write that down, I'd get no points. Okay, people have been sabotaging me for the last year and a half on both shows. So no, I, okay. I'm, I'm very. Oh, I'm, oh, yeah. a hard, a, I'm going to have a hard foot okay. down on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, Declan. Such a paranoid, much Declan. <laughs> They're out to get me. Who, Declan? Uh, they. They're all out to get Declan. me. <laughs> uh, Justin Worstel says the Vikings should sign Josh Rosen. I'm out on this now. Uh, a year ago, I thought the exact same thing. He's been so bad now, and he just got basically let go from having been on, on San Fran's practice squad, I believe. No one picked him up on waivers. I'm out. Um, yeah. I used to think the exact same thing, but when you're this bad for this long, I, I honestly don't believe that he would be an improvement on Jake Browning, and that's what I'm trying to find. One of the biggest busts, really. I mean, just like people thought. Like overall by Arizona, right? And he was also, mm-hmm. like, he was, uh, he was a big star, and it was also kind of a pain in the ass on that Trent Dilfer Elite 11 yep. high school quarterback show from like yeah. 10 years ago. And yeah. God. But even like Dilfer was having problems with him on the show. He's like, run the plays. And he was like questioning all the plays. Like, dude, I'm you're out. 17. Shut up. <laughs> run my plays. Yeah. Sorry. What are you doing? Um, let's see here. Uh, Stiff Richards comments. <laughs> This little pipsqueak on the left doing the playoff trivia, acting like he knows what he's talking about while he reads off Google. Declan, are you reading off Google Absolutely when you're trying not. to play Judd in trivia? You Absolutely not. Pip- I will wear the pipsqueak <laughs> comment. That's totally fine. I have no, I have no problem you? with that. Hold on a second. You know what? I'm going to support Dex again since he got uh-huh. ripped on Twitter. I am turning my ball cap around at the age of 51 to support Declan's backward baseball hat. hat. And I'm wearing a front one today. I'm wearing a front. I went, I went frontwards today. But uh, no, I don't. I, I don't look up during during trivia. I read. I, I if anything, I bailed out Judd. I bailed out Judd yeah, on he, Tuesday. But he didn't. Well, yeah, you got. You did get the last last team, but you did not cheat. I don't cheat. I don't. Yeah, Pipsqueak, Meathead, all those comments are valid. I have no problem so with that. I don't know. Like you're the executive I don't know. producer. People were ripping your link shirt. Come on, guys. Like, why are yeah. you like? What, you're, oh, yeah, I don't. That's, yeah. Real men rip women's basketball. Nah, dude. Get that out of here. Yeah. No, I'm sorry get that, that you're. They've won four and, championships. Yeah. Okay. And link so. shirt's cool. Yeah. I'm sorry yes. that your mother and father yeah. did not love you as a child or something. But yes, that that's your own. Oh. It's your own issue. Oh, I was, dude. I was wow. raised by dude, strong, impressive. independent <laughs> women, and my bad for my bad for that. My dad can beat up your dad. I think is what Declan's saying. I mean, you don't. Hey, look. Okay. Um, by the way, by By the way, way. so this weekend, the fastest show on earth is coming to Brainerd International Raceway. It's already been there for a couple days, actually, but you can still check out ticketing camping packages for the NHRA Lucas Oil Nationals drag racing at nearly 330 miles an hour. Those are the top speeds. I mean, you want to just have your cheeks blown off by fast cars (laughs) just flapping in the wind while you watch. The Lucas Oil Nationals. There it is right there. That's good, Jack. Uh, check them out at BIRMN.com, BIRMN.com. Um, and also, thanks to everyone for supporting all. I know that you know we uh, sometimes we, we talk a lot about our partners and sponsors on this show because they help keep our show alive. And you guys have been supporting them too. So if you're a business owner, Federated Mutual Insurance Company, give them a shout on federatedinsurance.com if you're looking for Risk management tools, resources, peace of mind. These are some of the best and smartest people in the industry. Um, federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Uh, real quick, a couple more here. Footed Bill. Okay. You guys won't have me on to debate Kirk Cousins. First of all, sure we will. 
Send Declan an email. We'll get you on. Write that down. She can debate all of us mm-hmm. about Kirk Cousins. Just uh, degoff at scorenorth.com. Um, we also just had generally a ton of similar comments about our Kirk discussions this week. Baron Von Bielski, you can't even acknowledge his birthday without trashing him. Oh, You're way no. more obsessed with him than his stands are. All right. I sang to him on his birthday. I did not trash yeah, him. Yeah, you were so, having fun with it. So yeah, you are whatever. clearly seeing things that aren't there, okay? I am just singing to the doctor of what? The dagger doctor, I guess. <laughs> the, Happy birthday. The fourth sure. quarter pharaoh. Um, are we too obsessed with Kirk Cousins, though? He's the starting quarterback. No, we'll be obsessed with the next guy that starts. We we were obsessed with Case Keenum. We are obsessed with Teddy. No, you can't be too obsessed with the starting quarterback of your local team. Like, like that's a ridiculous thing. Um, if we changed this show tomorrow to say, you know what, we we should debate, we should debate, we should debate the Oli Udo guard, or left guard more. Let's debate Ezra Cleveland and break him down. No one would listen, and we'd lose all, all of our great sponsors who we love, including my guys at Surly. No, you're always going to be obsessed with quarterbacks. I guarantee you at some I point. I love tonight, talking about quarterback. quarterback thing, quarterbacks are fun, man. We'll, we'll, get, we'll start to get notes about Mon. You guys should, t- should talk less about Mon. No, he's possibly the quarterback of the future here. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's uh, Those are all the, the comments for this week's show here. Thank you, guys. We love this community. Love hanging out with you guys, and we're excited for the regular season to commence here in, what, two and a half weeks or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, this weekend – we're going to watch this game. We'll probably pump something out on Sunday, just sort of reacting to what's happening. And then we have some really cool, fun things that we're going to start announcing about Purple. We're going to be expanding Purple Daily in a couple different ways, and we're excited to talk about that here soon. We're still trying to dot some I's and cross some T's here, but mm-hmm. um, we'll let you know soon about some expansions of Purple Daily, and we appreciate it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Daily Vi- Entertainment, Mackie, Judd, Declan. See you guys.